Hi, and welcome to Humans Behind the Ads, a podcast of real stories about people who work in the advertising industry and what it's really like behind the scenes. Sponsored by Small Army. I'm your host, Paul Dome, head of content production at Small Army here in Boston. I am here with Will Ponarelli. Will, welcome to the show. How are we doing? Thanks good. for having me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. Welcome, welcome. So, Will, um, tell me a little bit about what you do uh, at Small Army. What is your title and what do you do? Sure. So, I am a relationship manager, um, and I basically, you know, just do exactly what that sounds like. Just manage the client, make sure they're happy work with the creative team and all the other departments, you know, the middleman between everyone. And what is what does relationship management mean? Like does that uh well, I feel like are people can... born with this skill, Will? <laughs> um I don't know if I would go that far. <laughs> I think some could, you know, have a better sense of it than others. But um mm-hmm. I think it takes some you know, you know the nuances of how to read people and how yeah. to talk to people, which I think, you know, is something you pick up over time. Or yeah. You, yeah either exactly. you have it or you don't. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, and how long have you worked in in advertising in the industry? So I've worked in advertising a little over two and a half years. Two and a half years. Yes. Cool. Um, did you know you wanted to work in advertising when you were a kid? Um, no, I mean, I don't, I don't think maybe as a kid, I even knew what advertising was, honestly. Yeah. I had some inklings here and there. I've heard, you know, I heard the word before, but, um, you know, growing up, not really. And I kind of just, like, once I got to school, I was trying to think about what I wanted to do. Um, that's when I think I started to focus in on, on advertising a little (laughs) bit. On what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's interesting. You said you didn't know too much about advertising because you said your, uh, you told me that your dad worked, uh, Mm -hmm. still does, work uh, in in advertising, right? Works in sort of strategy, right? Yes. Yes. And you said you remember going to work with him as a kid. What, tell us, tell me a little bit about what that was like. (laughs) How old were you? So, um... Man, I think the first time I remember going to work with him, I was I was real little. It was Baby uh, Will? How how? Nah, I was probably like I was probably around six. Okay. And uh, I mean, obviously at that age, it wasn't I wasn't going to an ad agency. I was just going to work with Dad. Yeah. And it just so happened that you know his his office was full of fun things, full of guys I could you know draw really well and had lots of toys on their desks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was mostly kind of just a place where I would just, like, run around. And my sister would both go with him sometimes, just depending on if school was out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but we would just go hang out. It was a fun place to be. They had, you know, the big, long conference room with the big TV. Had a killer collection of movies that you could pop in and watch. And What kid wouldn't want that? Yeah, I was in heaven. Yeah. You, know? uh, you mentioned earlier that you... Um, you were put in ads as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your dad basically yeah. decided we're going to get Will as talent <laughs> here. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's funny because I'm still doing some of that now. Like, <laughs> just being thrown into ads around here. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's like hasn't even stopped. Yeah. Is that a blessing or a curse? Um, I don't know. I've, I haven't figured it out yet. Okay. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I think one of his clients at the time was Bessie and Donuts, and what is it called? Bessie and 
Bessie Inn? Yeah. Okay. Bessie Inn Donuts. Bessie Inn Donuts. And where so, are they based? Um, I don't even think they exist anymore. I think they oh. got bought out by Tim Hortons or something. Oh, that's very sad. Yeah. Well, although maybe it was good for them. We don't know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Um, but basically, it was, uh, it was a print ad for their donuts, and the whole concept was that there were going to be all these kids looking in a window... And they're supposed to be looking at the donuts, but the camera is kind of on the inside of the window, so mm-hmm. you're just getting all of the kids' reactions. Um, and I was, I, don't know, I was probably around seven or eight, um, and it was basically just me and then a bunch of other kids of people who worked there, <laughs> yeah, um, just putting on a real surprised face and um, just standing there. But I mean, we got the free donuts. Yeah, I was going to so ask. That, that was, was. I think everyone was wondering that question. Did you get the free donuts? <laughs> yeah. So that was definitely a highlight for me at the time. Yeah. Do you remember seeing the finished ad? Like, did your dad bring it home to be like, "Will oh, everyone yeah. gather around? Let's take a look at the ad that w- that Will's in." Oh yeah, it definitely made its way around the family a little bit, and um, I'm pretty sure he still has a copy of it somewhere in his. I think the last time I was in his office. Yeah, um, he still has a copy of it on his desk or his, his one of the tables in his room. That's that's fantastic. Um, it sounds like you're close with your family and close with your dad. Yeah, very. I would say very close. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, is it interesting to think about going to the you know an ad agency as a kid and then now being an adult working in advertising? <laughs> well, I mean, I definitely have obviously more of an understanding about what it is and, and things. But, um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I haven't really thought about it too much. I guess it's kind of interesting. Mm. Um, but, yeah, because so, when I was little, we would kind of just, I would run around and, you know, just talk to everyone and just kind of be a kid. And, you know, his partners there were, they kind of grew up as, like, almost like uncles, you mm. know, in some cases. Like, I would go fishing with one of them. I would play basketball with another. And, um a couple of them my dad had actually grown up with, so um, he had that connection, and that's, that made a stronger bond for me with these guys. But um, even when I was older and, um, you know, graduated from college and I was kind of trying to figure out what I wanted to do um, and it was spending time there, you know, it was it kind of things came, like, full circle a little bit, I guess. Um, it was interesting from being just the kid running around there to being an employee of that the agency eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was definitely interesting. And um, I don't know. I mean, working for your dad definitely has ups and downs to it. Yeah. But it's, I think it was mostly positive. I you know, learned a lot. And I think it really helped me to set my sights on what I wanted to do and what part of advertising I wanted to be in. And um, I think that really gave me a push to propel me forward and ended up here. Yeah. Here <laughs> um, I'm curious if like, your experience just being around an agency as a kid shaped a willingness to want to be in the same kind of environment. Like, as a kid, you talked about, oh, there are a lot of toys, and there's a big table, Mm -hmm. and they got movies. Like, (laughs) as a kid, you would see work then as, like, fun, right? Because here's an office of, like, these are adults, but they have toys on their desk. They've got, you know, they've got colored pencils or markers (laughs) or something, and they've, like... It, it's it doesn't seem like what a kid would imagine an yeah. adult job to be. I mean, definitely not. And I don't even know. I wasn't even really seeing it as work. Yeah. Honestly, it was kind of just like, like I had no idea what 
they did, sure. what he did, what these people did. So, But it probably seemed um, fun. Yeah. Or at oh, least yeah. the environment was fun. Yeah, I used to have a blast there. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, and it sounds like over, over the years you've been able to sort of have this special bond with your dad mm-hmm. about advertising. Um, can you talk a little bit about the importance of just your family and helping kind of recharge or just yeah. um, the, the value that it has for sure. you? Sure. Um, I mean, uh, family's kind of just how I was raised and even things I believe is like it's like the most important thing, at least for me. Um, so I always had a great relationship with everyone in my family. And um, even before this, my dad and I had a great connection. But um, it's definitely interesting to be able to talk to him up and be informed about, you know, what he does for a living. I don't know if a lot of people can, you know, say that about their dad because I don't know. It's like, I mean, who knows? I'm sure a lot of people do follow in their dad's footsteps and go into the same industry. But um, it is interesting to, you know, be able to talk to him on that level and kind of just about the ad industry in general and stuff. And, you know, we don't do it too often because we won't do it every day. So, <laughs> um, but I enjoy that. And, you know, it's, it's, you can't like hate the fact of being able just to bounce ideas off someone who's been like in that industry for so much longer, you know, and, you know, he's kind of just like a, I mean, not really subjective third party, but just, you yeah. know, he's just someone else, you know, you can, you can talk to about stuff. And Do you ever compare, um, war stories or do you ever come on like dad i don't know i you know i'm having this relationship yeah. problem i'm a relationship manager i'm supposed to manage this what do you do yeah, like do you ever I mean, it never really gets do you ever get into stuff like that it doesn't really get that granular okay it's more usually just kind of high level like just either venting or something <laughs> or sometimes he'll even come to me and be like man like this like i screwed this up today or something <laughs> okay. or like that and um I don't know. It's it's always good learning moments, and uh, I definitely enjoy that. Mm. It sounds like you're able to be pretty open and honest with him. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. One thing, he, so he does sometimes send me updates on, like, on accounts I used to work on um, at, you know, at his place and just, like, little tidbits or something, you know, which I find that entertaining. Yeah, dear Will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. here's a little update on yeah. your previous account. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, it might be weird if you didn't get those, right? Yeah, <laughs> I figure, you know, it's, it's like finding the balance between like your boss, your dad. and Yeah. So you worked so. for him. You worked for him. For yeah. A while so well. I was so I was started off as an intern there out of school. And then eventually it was hired as an assistant account exec. Yeah. Um, not under him directly, but <clears throat> under one of the other executives there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I worked for there there for a while um, before Small Army. And what led you to move away from from that position you decided um, you needed to stake your own claim yeah I mean it was just kind of a little bit of everything there was you know I was living at my parents house I just graduated from school I went to school in Philly so I was used to kind of a bigger city environment mm-hmm. and I love Providence and but it's just kind of it's just smaller and it is smaller um, it's I didn't I don't know I just want something a little bit bigger so um, I was I wanted to go to a bigger city and was trying to decide between Philly, um, like New York or Boston. And I don't know, I liked Boston because it was still close. You know, I could still be close to my family. And I had just been away for four years. I've been six hours away. So um, I wanted to do something a little bit closer. So, Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Um, 
Will, you you seem like such a people person. It's no surprise then you said that you studied sociology, mm-hmm. right? Um, and what is it about um, sort of people and their stories that are important to you? Um, can you talk a little bit about what, you know, is mm-hmm. there something about the strong connection to people? Like why, why do we need to be connected to everyone yeah. so much? Um, I mean, I think it's mostly just like everyone has their own story you know and like you walk by like tons of people every day and but you have no idea what you know they're going through or what their story is or where they're going where they're coming from um and i think just that in its own is you know pretty cool and you know i think we're in an industry especially where we are able to share you know certain things about brands or people or whatever Mm -hmm. um but i like that i like just you know just hearing someone else's story and that's why I like so much about sociology. I took a lot of those classes in school just because it's, like, just the study of people. You just, you know? And people are weird, man. Like, <laughs> so you do, say that with, like, a big do, smile, with a big grin on your face. People do weird shit they, all the time, like, you, you know? But it's, like, it's good because it makes you who you are. And, yeah. You know, it's, it's all good stuff, but it's just, you know? Do you like to people watch? I love to people watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You get a good people watching spot. I could sit there, like you know, a couple hours, just just sort of watch the world. Just, go by. Just some characters out there, you know. I'm sure yeah. someone's sitting across the other bench from me, looking at me, thinking the same thing. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, hey, whatever. That's all right. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, tell me a little bit about um, the importance of kind of building a good relationship and how listening is sort of part of that. You, mm-hmm. uh, you mentioned earlier, uh, before the recording, sort of the influence of your grandmother. Can you talk a little bit about sure. what that's, yep. how that, what that's meant to you? Yeah. So I think, um, like one of the greatest ways to actually build a relationship with someone is, you know, you just listen, you know, you listen to what they have to say, you, you know, that's where you really learn the most about them. I think, um, I think a lot of times like, you know, people can try and, you know, just by nature or whatever, just talk a lot and, um, and it's not a, necessarily a bad thing. It's just, um, you know, I think really taking a step back and listening and, you know, you always, you learn a lot more. And that's something I learned from my grandmother, especially as she was always really quiet, you know, even at the dinner table and stuff, she was always really quiet. Even my whole family was there. Um, are you a loud family? We can get, yeah, we can get a little loud. <laughs> I mean, loud enough where it was you was noticeable that she was quiet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but she was so smart and she knew, like, you knew just by, you could tell by looking at her that she knew everything that was going on and, you know, and she knew exactly, you know, where to get you. She was pretty sharp then. Yeah, she was. and But she was always, you know, it just, that, like, that saying that the loudest one in the room can sometimes be, like, the weakest one in the room and, like, the strongest person is always, like, really quiet. Yeah. It's just something that stuck with me. Um, and I think, I mean, I think I learned it from her, you know. It's just from watching her at a young age because, like, you know, my grandfather's, he's not necessarily super loud either. But, um, you know, he definitely has, like, a dominant personality. And, you know, she reined him in pretty quick, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds great. Um, do you have any memories of her calling you out or her kind of? Nah, getting you back always, in line. You were perfect growing up. Well, I loved her so much. You know, I didn't want to step on her toes at all. Plus, yeah. you know, 
Uh, I don't. She probably would have let me get away with anything anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Um, do you um, do you think about um, like where you might want to be in you know later in your career? Um, is advertising sort of the last stop on the line? Is it the first stop? Is it unclear? May, will it change in a week? You know, I don't you, know. Yeah, um, I really don't know. I mean, right now I feel like you know I still have so much to learn, so I'm kind of focusing on just soaking it all up and just mm-hmm. applying it to my you know my everyday. But you know, I, I don't really know where the road will take me. I'm just kind of going with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So far, so good. So but. far, so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, at Small Army, we work with our clients to help uncover moral of their story. Obviously, you know about that. But for our listeners, the moral is kind of this core belief, right, that a brand believes that the audience shares mm-hmm. and is sort of unique in the in the environment. Do you have a moral for your story so far? Hmm. You know, like when I was getting ready for the interviews here, <laughs> I was actually trying to think of a moral for myself, and I forget what it was, but I know... Like, it's it's completely different now than what I had come up with. Um, what you had come up with before recording? Or when you before first started? I, yeah, when I was, like, thinking about interviewing, I was like, wow, this is, you know, they're big on this. I want to try and think of one for myself. Oh, that's smart. That's a note for those that are tr- maybe trying to apply. <laughs> have, do, mean, a little ho- do a little homework. Yeah, and, and I didn't get very far, admittedly. Well, you got a was, job. I you think know, that's pretty good. Yeah, but with the moral specifically. Um, I don't really know. I'd have to think on that one. Yeah. You think yeah. it's something on the line of uh, everybody has a story to tell, or I think know, definitely something I'm listening. I think it would definitely be, you know, along that avenue. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, what sort of, you know, you've been in the industry a couple years now, and probably still remember the process of looking for work and trying to figure out like how to how to get into the business. Do you have any advice for people that are like considering advertising? Do you tell them, would you tell them, like, oh, my gosh, steer clear? <laughs> or, you know, it's awesome, think about this? Or, you know, what what might you say to someone who's considering kind of working in this industry? Um, I would just say, like, talk to as many people as you can, you know, especially if you're trying to break into the industry or get an interview somewhere. Just, you know, it doesn't matter who it is. Just take as many informational, you know, sessions as you can because I think, you know, you learn who, like, what kind of, you know, part of the industry you want to be in, you know, where, you know, you could find your strengths and use that for you. Um, you know, but I think, you know, if you're a strong storyteller or you like to tell stories or hear stories, and I think it's, you know, an industry for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. What is it that excites you about the industry? Uh, I like a lot of things about it. I like, you know, the pace uh, working on, you know, multiple different accounts. So, you know, getting a little bit of everything in there. I like working with people, like clients and internally. Um, the, like, creativity of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, different every day. For better or worse, you don't know what you're going to walk into. You certainly don't know. <laughs> so, Can you imagine working at a job where it's the same every day? With that? Nah, I couldn't do that. Couldn't do it. No way. So there's something about the spark and the variety of projects and different yeah, people that kind of keeps you, For sure. keeps you in keeps it. you on your toes, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, great. Well, um, this has been excellent chatting <laughs> with you. Thanks for sharing your story. Yeah, no problem. And uh, kind of getting us a little insight into 
what your life has been like sure, growing yeah. up in advertising. It's mm-hmm. fun to hear about your past experience. I wish we had a copy of this ad because I think it's amazing. I, think, <laughs> I might be able to track one down for you while I'm home for Thanksgiving. I think you absolutely <laughs> need to track this down and send it around. Uh, it's clear, Will, that you value people and value relationships just in this conversation and working with you and kind of the stories you tell. So it's, it sounds like at least you're in a good place right now. Uh, <laughs> and thanks again for, for taking the time today. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. Humans Behind the Ads is sponsored and produced by Small Army. Check us out on Twitter at Humans Behind the Ads. Remember, we're all human. See you next time.